This aberration, whose only means of expression are wanton violence and destruction. that within every normal system there exists an aberration, something different. This weird aberration society. My friend Ryan has been uh, sh- sharing your memes all the time with me. <laughs> <laughs> he, he loves your shit. <laughs> <laughs> Who shares you? Well, hold up. Somebody shares my memes with you? Yeah, my, my other friend is also, is also another Ryan. Another yeah, there's a lot. Wow. (laughs) How many fucking Ryans with a real Ryan please stand up? So many. (laughs) Uh, That's tight. That's tight. Uh, I'm just going to start then. Uh, So welcome back to the continuing saga of Mutual Aberration Society. It is August, uh, the year of our Lord, 2022. Um, and <laughs> I have on returning, uh, guest Ryan, um, from anti-art, um, and from the neoliberal hell podcast and from, uh, the, the news now that he's officially unmasked <laughs> and he's appearing in memes, um, from buzzfeed.com buzzfeed.com. Uh, what's good, Ryan? How are you? Hey, I'm doing good. Uh, I just found out that Kendrick Lamar was in my neighborhood in Harlem uh, a couple of days ago. I'm I'm actually kind of depressed that I missed him. He oh, was at shit. Dapper Dan's house, apparently, which is right by me. Oh shit, <laughs> that's 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 tight. You live by Dapper Dan, so yeah. So, so anti art needs to get some sort of like collab going with Dapper Dan now. No, just... <laughs> oh, absolutely. Full Gucci suit, full yeah, Gucci ski oh, mask <laughs> suit, all that. <laughs> uh, I brought Ryan on uh, because I wanted to talk about. Uh, assholes which is a 2017 film uh directed by peter vack now an interesting wrinkle to me having ryan on to talk about assholes is because ryan is in the uh new peter back follow-up film as an extra um and i figured hey this this is what what is a good i've been wanting to talk about this movie anyways because it's one of those movies Mm -hmm. that i feel like uh it just warrants discussion. Um, mm-hmm. Now, uh, let me just give a brief. I'll read the synopsis for assholes. I mean, it's funny that this movie has a synopsis, but I will go ahead and <laughs> read it. Um, and this is the letterbox synopsis, which is Ada and Aaron are recovering addicts who are struggling to stay sober. After meeting in their psychoanalyst waiting room, they fall in love, relapse on poppers and become the biggest assholes in New York City. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's a that's a fairly accurate uh somewhat accurate uh that doesn't really let you in on what you're in for <laughs> everything uh, yeah uh so obviously ryan i know you've never seen this before i before i had you watch it uh so take me through your emotional uh journey upon <laughs> your first uh viewing of assholes and then <laughs> We'll, My first we'll, peek into the asshole. And then we'll sort of relate that <laughs> to how you feel about sort of the unfinished, uh, currently in production, new Peter Vack Peter film that you're um, in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am I think I'm honestly glad that I saw this 
after that because when I went to the the taping of all that, I had no idea who Peter Beck was. I was aware of the Ion Pack and uh, Dasha and Chloe Cherry. Obviously, Chloe Cherry's many films. She has a very uh, expansive filmography that I'm a big fan of. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was aware. <laughs> I was aware of everybody uh, except for Peter Beck. And um, so, so I, I, this it would have been more helpful, I think, to understand what my motivation was and what he was going for if I had seen this before. But I'm happy I didn't because it was it was uh, more shocking, like to be there and to uh, like as I was in this film and as I was filming it, as they were filming it, I was realizing what kind of movie this was. Um. So yeah, uh, it was it was interesting to again uh, see this after, but. Uh, the emotional journey. Um, there was a lot of laughs. There was a lot of uh, moments where I wanted to pause and go throw up. Um, <laughs> uh, a lot of uh, <laughs> raising my eyebrow at some shit. Uh, I wasn't really mad at very much of it, to be honest with you. Uh, I don't. I guess some people probably are for whatever reason, but yeah, uh, <laughs> my emotions were mostly that of uh, laughter. I would say. Yeah. Um... I'm trying to think how I first felt when I watched assholes. I kind of loved everything about assholes. Um, to me, this is, I've told you this, this is like a special film um, and it's a special film for several reasons. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Because the, it is very rare that you get to see sort of daring things being done on, in movies. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you get sort of a, films that present themselves as being daring but when you really kind of watch them they're actually sort of like not that at all they're sort of like they sort of signal that they are Mm. through the sort of subject matter not so much through the performances but in this movie um betsy brown this is uh (laughs) her performance in this movie uh kind of just um and peter's even though uh, they play brother and sister in this movie for the, for the record. Uh, and they right. are real life uh, brother and sister. Um, but Peter Vac, whose actual name is Peter S. Brown, as said on his Wikipedia, his sister is also an actor, uh, Betsy. Now, Betsy, for those who don't really know about Betsy, she was also in um, Dasha of Red Scare's film, The Scary of uh, 61st Street. Right. Or the scary of 61st. Uh, and I think that's the first thing I actually saw her in because um, mm-hmm. I, I had I saw assholes fairly recently. Was it 2019? Maybe at the early, at the late 2019, maybe 2020. Um, mm-hmm. Shit, it might have been even sooner than that. But it wasn't that long ago where I had saw. um Scary. And then I was like, who is this? Like, you know, what I'm saying like her performance of that is wild as fuck, too. Um I, I, you've yeah. seen that right yeah yeah you've seen that it, right? se- it seems to be seems to be like, i actually haven't seen that movie but just judging from the cover of that mm-hmm. uh, it just seems to be a co- it seems to be a common theme with her acting is very like over the top like emotional mm-hmm. like freak out kind yeah. of manic. well what i've noticed is about her is um she really like sells things like you know what i mean like when, yeah. so, when people sort of tend to I don't know, like every time, every now and then you see an actor who who you're like, you see them and you're like, oh, shit, this actor is like all all in. Right. And I feel mm-hmm. like uh, there's scenes in assholes. 
Oh yeah, yeah, right? you're yeah, like, yeah. You're All like, you're like, yes, that's an understatement, absolutely. Whole, like, yo, you're like, yo, she is like, and then, then, then the fact that it's her brother directing, you know, um, um, and sort of like try to unpack that, like you're doing these things in front of your brother, uh. like, <laughs> like it's making me yeah. question their relationship. <laughs> like, what is wrong with? Oh uh, no! Shout out to the Brown family. I'm sure they're lovely people. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. um, and I had actually approached. I told you this. I had actually approached Betsy to come on uh, my previous podcast. And she agreed. Um, but obviously that podcast fell through literally, literally the whole podcast fell through. Uh, but, um, yeah, like I've, and I, since then I've been sort of tracking and following her, um, in, in Peter both and sort of different things. Like Peter was in that movie private chat, uh, with, um, Julia Fox, Julia Fox. And, um, I never saw him in the sort of, uh, in the, T the MTV show he was in. Like, I just want my pants back. I never saw that. Mm -hmm. Uh, have you ever, I've never even heard of that. Uh, I've never heard that, but, but right. uh, I, I've been familiar with Peter Vac apparently since I was in sixth grade or fifth grade, because uh, he's like the main antagonist in the game bully. Uh, we're looking at the Wikipedia, but I found out the last day of filming and it fucking blew my mind, dude. Like that is my fate. That is one <laughs> of my favorite childhood games. That was, I, I used to play that game every day in fifth grade. Like yeah. every single day I would play that game. And to hear and to find that out, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, this guy, <laughs> it all made sense because yeah. the character of Gary Smith is such like a devilish like shithead. Right. He was like a mastermind and like all that stuff. And that's like kind of that's kind of what I got from him just being on set. So, yeah. So on it's interesting because I know he's not actually acting in this movie. He's just directing. Um, At least that's what he said from what I've heard. Yeah. You never um, know with him. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um just uh i know you wrote a piece too a little bit about sort of the behind the scenes um about the new movie um and i have a little bit of knowledge of sort of uh the like this movie's genesis mm -hmm. and i have a little bit of knowledge of sort of some of the people in terms of who are kind of inspired it's inspired the movie apparently um okay and 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 that's sort of because of the ion pack guys um mm -hmm. and i've been sort i listened to that podcast so i kind of like the whole dude the crumps dude um like yeah <laughs> uh which i don't understand why they pay him i feel like they pay him too much attention i feel like it's not even warranted. way too much i feel way, like he's not much. even it's not even warranted you're almost validating that guy's existence by paying as much attention to him as yeah as they do um but but you know that's not either here nor there uh but just in your because you've actually sort of have it seems like in a very brief amount of time you've sort of been thrown into sort of that scene and that whole dime square shit uh mm -hmm. what is it's interesting as someone who's i know of it annoyingly the fact that i know about it <laughs> uh what is your what is your take since you're sort of discovering that whole scene and sort of the people around it um, it's, it's hard to say with, with them because people have a lot of differing ideas about them, especially, especially with this movie set. I feel like mm -hmm. people, uh, have different ideas about different things. I'm, I'm starting to learn because I actually got kind of scolded by the impact for one of the things I said in my review. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, it's hard to, it's hard to tell with these people. First, first I put that they were like on, on the left, like generally mm -hmm. speaking, like the people there, which I, which I, I still stand true. Like people mm -hmm. are like honor lovey from wet brain and like the ion pack i would say peter betsy and the family 
Uh, I would say, like, if they were to vote Democrat or Republican, I would say probably they'd vote Democrat. I would say they're probably pro, you know, uh, pro-choice. Like, generally speaking, like, I feel like these people probably have leftist values, but they're like definitely like that anti-woke crowd where they're sick of, uh, you know, like not like you know, uh, like restricted comedy and that kind of stuff. And then that's where you get into like the NP, uh, NPCC people, yeah. which is like the anti-woke film festival, which the actor's mm-hmm. movie was kind of like, I think, a part of in some sort of way. So from what I can gather, they're leftists in their, you know, voting and probably their politics, I would say. Uh, but they associate themselves with a lot of different like um, people who are kind of weird and far right in certain ways. Like Curtis Yarvin was at this premiere. Uh, or at this uh, taping, rather, Curtis Yarvin is like a scholar. Yeah, uh, Peter Thiel. Bug. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Peter Thiel, affiliated yeah. scholar. Hey, Yarvin, it's fucking annoying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that guy. And then Peter <clears throat> Thiel. Peter Thiel, like I think, uh, like accidentally funded like MPCC or something, or like they took funding from him and like were bragging about it. So people think that the whole entire operation is funded by Peter Thiel, which is not true. It's a whole fucking mess. I don't know why they play with they play in the mud with these like fucked up ideas like fascism and. All, all this kind of stuff I, I don't know why they even bothered because all that happens is that you know like all these kind of right kind of ideas get stuck to them um but there's cool people within the scene i think peter is talented i would say betsy is, is a talented actress um dasha i really don't honestly i don't like her that much i don't think she's that talented as an actress and i think i i think directly like interviewing someone like alex jones is really dumb uh <laughs> Uh, uh I, I you know um i like the ions a lot i talked to them at the, the the taping i thought that they were quite nice i talked to honor levy outside of the thing uh mm-hmm. she was very nice mm-hmm. I, I like individual people within the scene in the scene uh as it's loosely described but yeah. i don't like that they associate themselves so openly with people who say really fucked up and stupid and edgy shit um like so often uh like alex beanstalk or like curtis yarvin or something i don't know why they, they even fucking bother with these people um, but that's yeah. just my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I'm not as I've went back and forth over time about sort of fraternizing with certain types, right? Um, if you want to call yeah. it that. Um, and I'm sort of kind of of the thinking of like I'm not necessarily opposed to sort of um there's not for me at least, I've gotten to the point where I feel like it's important to engage with certain people. Um yeah. It's important to engage with different ideas. It's not, you know what I mean? It's important to like now, now with Red Scare, it was cringe as fuck the way they sort of like were doing the Alex Jones thing because they did it for clout. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it was like they were taking pictures and like posting them on IG and it was just very clout chaser behavior, right? Um, but for example, Alex's War, uh, which Alex Moyer was the director of the, the new documentary, like I feel like Alex Jones is a figure you should do a documentary on. Absolutely. I I agree. I feel like it's a fascinating, you know, he's a fascinating figure for various reasons. A lot of them are kind of fucked up, but, but it's still worthy of like an exploration. Right. And it didn't feel as like clout chasing. Now, again, with the whole new people cinema club, um, I talked with Hadrian. Um, Hadrian B love is one of the main guys behind that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's actually one of the producers for Alex's War. Uh, I met him through a mutual friend online only. I haven't met him in person, but we've talked. Uh, but Larissa was the person, a person, she's, she's a Canadian, also a writer, mm-hmm. uh, who sort of knew Hadrian and then 
think we we I think we talked off the first time we talked was on like Clubhouse or some shit. I don't know, something like oh, that. Okay. <laughs> it shows you which shows you because Clubhouse is not a thing anymore. In my opinion, I don't ever go on there. Uh but uh he seemed like an okay guy. Like he used to um he got canceled. Um he used to run the Cine family, which um when I lived in Los Angeles, I went to the Cine family a few times, which is the silent theater down off of Fairfax. And mm. the Cine family was a very popular uh, you know, sort of art house type you know, in the film, you know, place. And they would do premieres there and have like filmmakers there. And they would do, they had like a bar in like, in like a patio in the back behind the movie theater. Mm. I went and saw uh, the Adam Wingard movie, the, the, the guest, I went and saw the guest there. And then they had like some of the actors and the director and shit there in a few, I've been there a couple of times, but Hadrian, they closed that down after this whole controversy uh, with Hadrian being canceled over being sort of, uh inappropriate with women and on his staff and it's still kind of vague you know kind of like you know it wasn't anything at least from what i could tell wasn't anything that was unexpected it wasn't some shit it's some shit like when you work in a place you know the types of shit that goes on right so it, it never was one of those things and i never thought he never quite seemed to like at least from my interactions with him he never seemed to quite lean into it either He he always sort of was like yeah, you know, he never seemed to be like, I'm going to go all the way right, or I'm going to go all the way Joker. Mo-. You know what I mean? He seemed like somebody who was trying yeah. to sort of piece his life back together and do film stuff related still, and how he was just trying to figure that out post-cancellation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know I know he takes Peter Thiel money, um, and that's a whole other thing, too. Like, And that's something with that, I, that, again, I know, you know, that the, the Ion guys kind of were annoyed about was like this idea of, like, because they got lumped in um, I think it was uh, Taylor Lorenz initially uh, was like thought they yeah. were like Nazi, yeah. Nazi shit and all this other shit because people were yeah. getting lumped in, right? They were getting lumped. Yeah, in. Yeah, I, I, because I, because it's funny that you mentioned Taylor because I, mm. I don't want to go into it too much. I don't like to like, uh, like, mm. like copy and paste DMs. I'm not like a messy bitch like that. Right, right, like, right, right, right. right. Uh, <laughs> like, um, so like with Taylor, Taylor is a friend, like a friend of mine or associate of mine. I guess, mm. I guess I'd say like a whatever affiliate. Um. And uh, I I posted my whole experience about the filming of it, and then she read it and saw the word leftist, and she just immediately went like, no, 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 like that's these mm-hmm. people are not leftists. These people are not leftists. Like mm-hmm. Peter Thiel is far right and stuff. And I'm like, I was trying to explain to her like, no, like, yeah, like I, I wouldn't lump all these people in. Like the Ion Pack are not bad guys. Like again, right, like, right, Honor, right. Honor yeah. is nice. Uh, again, as I said, the Brown family, I, like the if you saw this father, like he like literally he literally looks like a Bill Maher viewer. Like this guy's not far right. <laughs> like. Like yeah, no, he's yeah. like he's like a classic liberal, liberal probably like over uh what's that word uh, uh optimistic o- over optimistic liberal dad you know what I mean like slick yeah. back gray hair the yeah. glass on top of the head you know what I mean much probably the, the father and assholes yeah yeah <laughs> he probably wears vineyard vines you know what I mean like classic Connecticut type yeah. dad like red face right. shit like that yeah uh, white yeah. hair so what I what I saw of these people is that it's a bunch of people who are who are like almost like diagonally leftists like they're not dirtbag left in the same way that like a, a Chapo Trap House is or like a Hassan Piker is or something I feel right. like they would they would see those people as too mainstream too cringe or something so they go like it's like I would consider them like alt left that's how I would like categorize them because again they're definitely like pro-choice and they're definitely have these they definitely espouse views that i would say are uh uh leftist in like practicality but like 
yeah like alt alt right-ish or like kind of like edgy-ish and like the like the way that they talk about topics like fascism and stuff and mm-hmm. i think the ion dudes i don't know like i feel like they need to i don't know i don't know what they need to do but i feel like they're like i, I feel like they don't want to be associated with this stuff but they're always producing and showing up at these events where these things happen yeah, <laughs> so it's, yeah. they're in a tough spot they're they're very nice i talk well, to them and they're very they're very nice people like, yeah yeah it's uh kj and uh what's the other curtis uh, curtis yeah 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 um um yeah it's interesting um because i will i think i actually the pair the parents and assholes are their parents correct yeah Jane, and they Jane, were there too yeah jane brown and ron <laughs> brown play and shapiro and anthony shapiro yeah so so yeah yeah so they the parents and assholes are literally their parents for those who have like that's their that's their mom and dad um now it's interesting you know um and i'm gonna i'm gonna gonna you know get the the topic back on assholes a little bit but i do feel like uh this because i've been talking about some of this scene for, for for another you know for a while now um and it's something interesting that you said about like they keep being around these types of people but here's the th- here's the thing though mm-hmm. um when you are doing actual art right when you are in the art world you are going to interact with these people because art if you're doing real art and not corporate art, art always traffics in sort of ideas, people mm-hmm. um, who are sort of on the fringes are doing things that are deemed sort of uh, either taboo or unacceptable or sort of. So it's like it's one of those things where it's like it's almost a necessity Um so, but, but, but in terms of a, but the problem is that people like to group everyone in, right? It's, it, we live, yeah, we live in the age now where, you know, association um, is looked at as sort of you, um, any sort of loose association with people that they deem as, uh, I don't know, cancelable figures or people who should be canceled. Um, that is, in and of itself, uh, an endorsement. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I've, and I feel like the reason that the ion guys and the reason like, you know, Betsy and Peter and even red, red scare people, uh, you know, Dasha and, uh, uh, because they're so willing to sort of flirts the wrong word, but because they're so willing to interact with people, um, who present different, who have world, who different worldviews, different ideologies. Um, in the modern era, like the way the, the sensitivity, you know, I think there's a pushback on it now. There's, there's a pushback now. People are really getting tired of this shit, right? Because mm-hmm. you really have to sort of start looking at, because I'm always looking at things too from the, from this perspective of like a non-liberal person, which is like my ideology is far left, way, way far left. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like where, like, I don't look at a liberal as someone on the left, like at one point, no. I used to, but I don't anymore. Like, you no, know I don't I mean? either. So, so, That's like a centrist or, or like well, almost like, right. They're like, on the to, right at this point. Yeah. To me, yeah. they're like diet Republicans. Right. You know? So, yeah. um, and in my actual life, I know legitimate people, you know, who are not only Republicans, but like, uh, I know legitimate of people in, in positions of power, uh, who are and like I've have to interact with those people, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, 
And that's just normal. And what that means is like, yeah, I'm diametrically opposed to sort of like a lot of the things you say and do. Uh, yeah. But uh, I'm, I do not completely, uh, I feel like it's a childish, uh, it is a child, it's like, like, again, I've always speak to this idea of an infantil, uh, mass infantilization culture, right? I feel like we do live in that society now where um, there is a huge infantilization of people, of grown people, people mm -hmm. being treated like children through the media that they that they they're given, through the sort of expectations that people have, and there's mm -hmm. all sorts of like reasoning and rationales and like avenues that we could go down in terms of why that is, right? But I will, you know, say this that for me, and and in my entire life, I've always kind of operated from the 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 headspace that what i believe is 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 not the norm mm -hmm. you know what i mean like what i believe is definitely not in line with the status quo so therefore like when i'm out in the world and i'm interacting i sort of just anticipate that and i just it automatically assume you know, um, that most people don't sort of share my beliefs point of view. or my yeah. point of view. Right. And, and through talking and through conversation, I'm able to sort of, uh, you know, verify that or be like, Oh no, actually we, we are sort of on the same wavelength. Um, yeah. If you were just, in, if you were, if you were in a, if you were in like Europe, it would be different, but that's like definitely an American thing. Yeah. I, I, you know what I mean? For sure. So, you know, that's my long winded way of saying like, like we've got to get away uh, from this. And I feel like we're at that, we're reaching that crest. Like we've really got to get away from this because I feel like not engaging these people is the wrong idea. Hmm. But what I mean by that is because if, if, if what, if your argument is so strong, then the ideas that they present to you shouldn't be so fucking traumatizing that they're, you're exposed to them. Right. Like, yeah. and I feel like the average liberal response is to be like, oh my God, they're saying things I don't like, get them away from me. I can't deal with them. It's like, I don't understand mm. as a, an adult person and somebody who, who grew up in the Midwest, um, like, I don't get that. Like I walk outside and there's a whole, I, you know, you're, you know, if you're in New York, I feel like New Yorkers kind of understand that to a degree, but it's weird because New York is a, is a coastal sort of liberal elite beacon, <laughs> beacon, like for coastal elites, just like LA is right. But I Definitely, feel like, yeah. I feel like those, you know, and having, you know, been in both of those places and having experience in both of those places myself in my life, there is mm -hmm. a big difference. But yeah, there definitely. are, but there are pockets within New York in Los Angeles where regular people are, right? Mm -hmm. um, and when you're in those circles, it's a very different sort of attitude about these things. Yeah, um, I would say so. And I feel like that's the sort of the regular, you know, the the, the sort of, you know, to use Marxist lingo, the proletariat, you know, uh, viewpoint about this type of shit, the true like sort of poor and working class mm -hmm. uh, viewpoints about this shit is vastly different than the sort of ideas that we are being presented through the media and on, and on, you know, via social media, via the news outlets or whatever, most people do not have meltdowns mm -hmm. uh, at the idea or the notion that someone is a Trump supporter or that someone holds a belief that they view as wrong, that they're, you know what I mean? Like they're like, yeah, yeah that person believes that shit. They're wrong in my opinion, but I just, you just keep it pushing. You keep it moving. 
right? Like, um, there are times to fight those battles, right? There mm -hmm. are times for you to say, nah, fuck that. But I've said this too, like the revolution, um, the revolution will not be televised. Uh, <laughs> no, but the revolution, right? It's not happening right now. So mm -hmm. this idea, this idea that like, I'm having to pick sides um, to the degree where it's like, look, if I don't fuck with you, I don't fuck with you is more personal. You know what I'm saying? Like there's all sorts of reasons, but I'm not just going to not fuck with somebody um, based off of someone else's opinion of them. Right. Like I'm going to actually have interactions with those people and, and ascertain whether or not I'm going to fuck with them. Right. Like, yeah, because I need to, I need to suss that out myself. You know what I'm saying? I need to be like, all right, was this person full of shit? Like I will heed people sort of things that they say. I'll be like, Oh, this person is this way. Okay. Noted. Right. And it's depending upon who it is that's giving me this sort of feedback uh, is really depends on how serious I take it to where it's like, well, you know, like Ryan told me this and Ryan's a pretty stand up dude. Let me, let me like see what this is about. Let me, let me, you know. Yeah. I, I guess that's kind of what I was doing in a way, <clears throat> because, like unknowingly, honestly, because I didn't really, again, I didn't know anything about these people or who they associated with or this like, kind of like, uh, I don't know, like, you know, like 4chan-ish kind of edge of the word shit that they were engaging. And I had no idea. I was just like, oh, I wanted, I've been wanting to go to an ion pack party. They marketed this as a party. Yeah. Like you even, you even thought it was a party, right? Like you said. Mm. And, they do uh, do parties. I, they've, they've done several. <laughs> they yeah. do. Yeah. And this was just a way to get a bunch of free extras and that that's fine. Mm. But I showed up there and like was trying to understand what the fuck was happening <laughs> as, as I was in it. And it was like, so it was really, it was really interesting. I, I try and explain this to people and everybody is like, uh, it's everybody has so many different ideas about what these people are into and like what their motives are and stuff like people think that this movie is transphobic and it's like literally there's not even a mention of trans people at the like at least what i was at there was no mention of uh, trans people in any sort of capacity so i don't know where they're getting that idea from but i that's, guess the movie actors the actors uh, like, yeah yeah that's uh, pe people people like the, that dude crumps saw it he's a critic uh copywriter and like you know he's I, I i talked to him he said he doesn't consider himself a critic he considers himself just like a journal like a journaler kind of type of thing of his own experiences whatever he saw that actor's movie that betsy directed and that peter is also in uh said that it was transphobic uh his criticism and the criticism of a couple of other people i guess got the uh uh distribution of it kind of cut short and got the you know premieres at the roxy cut short and now this movie is nowhere to be found nobody can watch it you know, yeah. I tried to watch it for this podcast and you probably haven't seen it either. It's impossible to find. I haven't. Um, I haven't. I got you, invited you have... to one of those screenings by Betsy, but it was like, I just couldn't go. Couldn't I, go. I, like when she was like, yo, I was like, you want to come on the podcast? Sure. Can you come? And then she threw it out there like uh, we were DMing. And she was like, you, you can you want to come see actors in like New York on, on this day? And I'm like, I don't yeah. think I'm going to be able to do that. You know, so I wasn't able to do that. But um, you I could wish... have saved it. You would have been I, the anti crumbs. I, I wish because I just wanted I still want to see it. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, but I, I think it, I think if me and you were to see it, like we could assess it for what it like. That's the thing that I don't that, that, that pisses me off so much about this is that people like people are just calling it transphobic straight away. And maybe right. it is transphobic. Maybe she is transphobic. I have no fucking clue because I can't see the movie. Mm -hmm. And it's just like it's the opinion of it's the opinion of this guy uh you know crumbs that's like complete like that i've never heard of that's right. completely labeling this movie as such and everybody all my friends who i talk in dms and try and explain this to they're like oh it's a transphobic movie it's this but it's they dangerous. haven't seen it you haven't fucking seen, seen the movie it. that's so what, what do you mean that, it's transphobic that what, that's what fucking kills me that's like you know um, annoying it's like the most sort of like uh 
it is so like not only intellectually like fucking dishonest but it's it's also just like you have no integrity there's no there's no you have no sort of like artistic or intellectual integrity if you're just going to say something is full stop transphobic if you've never fucking seen it like you know what i'm saying you could say you can preface it with a qualifier like i heard it's transphobic but yeah if you if you you're starting a trailer for this movie yeah there's not actually there is there's there's a trailer there's a trailer there's sort of a trailer on there, okay. like on that, like GoFundMe or Kickstarter, whatever page. Oh, that is. So it's See, like s- sort of a trailer. Sort See, of. that's what I'm saying. So there's not even a real trailer for it. They have only thing you can see really is the the cool sort of like, uh, yeah, uh, post the the posters that they did, which are basically other magazine covers that they've sort of, you know. But there's no outside of that, you know, you you don't really see anything because you can't, right? So it's like yeah. this idea that people are. Take, or drawing these lines in the sands about some shit they haven't seen is just indicative right. of the like the bullshit that I was talking about again. This this idea people grown adults act like children now. Like, yeah. And like honestly, I remember when I was younger and sort of like obviously my parents are boomers, right? And I remember sort of like the way the adult world functioned then, even as a kid. And it was far more, and you could say, yeah, there's we can always critique previous eras and generations. We could do that. Yeah, there's all kinds of shit that was fucked up in that era. But you could say this, that like previous generations like treated adulthood as adulthood, which is uh, adults have to deal with sort of a world that is gray. Not, yeah. you know, like not a world that's black and white, but a world that's gray, that's filled with complexities and complex yeah. issues and things Absolutely. that are sort of morally sort of questionable and objectionable. But that's part of being in the world. The real world is harsh. Yeah. You you establish a good and bad as a child, moral right. from immoral as a child. And, you know, don't mm-hmm. you know, don't touch people that right. they say no. Right. You know I mean, just simple stuff like that. And then it gets more complex as you go. Right. As you yeah, grow, exactly. as you grow older, like, yeah, that's children's yeah. shit. Children's shit is like, oh, why you don't do that as bad. But as you get older, keep your hands to yourself. Yeah. Right. But, right. Yeah, then there's. Exactly. I, there's these ideas that like how people act within the context of courting someone in a relationship and the whole yeah. like the like signals and body language and all this type of shit that like you just don't even want to talk you can't even talk about it now like because in a, in a lot of people's uh, opinion it's like it's like they don't want it and I don't, I'm not interested in that so what if the movie's transphobic I'll say that I'm not transphobic first of all yeah, I'm not transphobic either first yeah. of all, I don't even like the term transphobic because it implies it's not even a good term to me. I usually say you I, I usually don't even use it. I say, yo, you you have you're showing a, like I if someone's doing some shit that people would define as transphobic, I usually I usually say, well, you're expressing something that like you, you it seems like you're expressing anti-trans viewpoints. Anti-trans, yeah. Right. That's like a good or, way to say. you know what I'm saying? I I won't yeah. even I don't even like to say trans because it's like it's not even like no one like transphobic is just like okay like no like people aren't fearing if anything it's the other way around a lot of i feel like a lot of trans people probably feel fear <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah so it's yeah. like it's kind of a weird term but whatever like you know it's just like fat phobic it's i don't use that term either because it's like fat yeah you're not, you're not afraid of fat, you're fat people you're, right you have you're engaging with them directly and calling you, them fat to their right, face you're you, not afraid we're not afraid yeah. you have negative for sort of uh you know uh you don't want them to exist. Yeah. Right. You just have fucked up shitty opinions about those that specific Correct. group of people. So therefore, I feel like the phobia tag is kind of stupid. But I get it. Like it's sort of one of those things that people like to use in psychology. Like, well, if you really 
uh, are so against it. Maybe that's a fear within you that you are that, you know what I mean? Like, but it's like, yeah. nah, it's like, that's too simplistic and too broad. Like not everyone falls under that. That's why. I yeah. It's the classic. If you make fun of gay people, that means that you're gay. But, it's like not, not always the case. Right. But back to what I was saying about, yeah. even if, if the movie was, you know, was anti-trans. Right. So what? Like, let that be the thing and then let them be judged for that. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Let them Correct. be judged for that. Like it, it needs to be it needs to be complex because there's layers to it. Because is the right. director transphobic? Right. Is the is the is the script transphobic so or is the narrative the structure of the movie about transphobia? Right. It's addressing it and it addresses it good or bad. There's it's very complex. Right. Also, look- also, again, depiction is not endorsement. But we live Correct. in a, we live in a time where that is people take depiction as endorsement. Like you have a rape scene in a movie. That means you're pro you're pro rape. No, get the fuck out of here. You have a racist character. Does that mean you're pro racism? No. What if it is holding like the story takes place and it's thematically and not only like story wise, it, it traffics in what racism is like, Correct. you know what I mean? Or, or what maybe that's a, a key element to the story that the, the, the artist is trying to tell you. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is like, you know, this is a story about a racist person interacting with, you know, some other person. You know what I mean? Like like this idea that like that is in and of itself a de- an endorsement of that thing is kind of just it is the most like facile and like just myopic sort of way to like view anything you know what Mm -hmm. i mean like it's just like oh there's certain things that you can't talk about and i'm just like that is like to me that's Uh (laughs) anti-art aha i have i have anti-art person like but it is that is to me that is anti-art yeah that's exactly what i put in my review i put Mm -hmm. uh because i i was i was mostly criticizing peter and Mm -hmm. and uh and and betsy just with the way that they handled crumbs because i think they got rolled by him Mm -hmm. that was mostly kind of what my critique what my like the thrust of the article was about just kind of like saying who won that battle but at the end of the thing i gave crumbs like some shots too and i was like hey man like to say to say that you're proud that you got uh screenings of a movie canceled and that you got like this hard work that these people put in that you that you cut that you that you stop people from seeing art i'm like that's anti-artist and i and and then i put i put and you're talking to ryan anti-art like you know what i mean yeah yeah and 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 shout out to uh rogue packer i don't know if you know who rogue packer is but rogue packer is uh He's a he has a meme account um, that basically does memes that are centered around the Ion Pack guys and and that whole scene, right? Okay. And Rogue and the Ion Pack, I remember back when they they invited Crumps to a screening. Like this is what they invited him to the screening of actors, which you actors, which like, yeah, that's what caused yeah, all this. Yeah, that's what caused all this shit, right? But like I remember they were like, like Crumps is here, and they were like, you know, saying some shit about Crumps and da da da. And Rogue was like. Who who the fuck is this guy? Who cares? <laughs> Crumbs. Yeah. Right. Why do we care about this guy? Fuck yeah. him. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I feel like, yeah, like why? Like, you know what I mean? Like, um, and, and I know, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the the, the director, Eugene uh Kotlarinko. Uh he made he, Spree. Yeah, he made Spree. Um, he's directed, you know, a bunch of movies, just a bunch of movies. Um, interesting, an interesting guy. I'm on his Discord, and he's got a podcast too, but on his Discord. He was basically saying similar things, which is like, like, I don't understand, like Peter and like Betsy and all these people are giving this guy way too much attention. Like, this is just yeah. like he was there, actually. He was yeah, he was, yeah, he was yeah, sitting yeah. right behind me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eugene's a, he's a cool dude. Like, you know, and like, and it, like, it's like he's right. Like, it's like they're literally giving this guy sort of. But that's the issue. It's it's bigger than it's bigger than this little scene and this little like, you know, not only these movies 
but like, you know, in Dime Square and all this other shit, it's bigger than that because that is just as an example of what happens all the time now. Like, you know, on different scales, when you see it, like when people sort of like get online and create sort of like a controversy about certain shit, you know what I mean? Like, oh, this thing is that, and you can't, you know, it's it's the same. It's like we were talking about with like Alex Jones and the Red Scare Girls and shit, right? Like, yeah, right. It's like, at the end of the day, like, Red Scare is not for me. Like, it's, yeah, not. it's not. Like, it's, right. it's not like, I don't give a fuck what they do. Like, so it's like, and honestly, I don't care who talks with Alex Jones. Like, I don't give a fuck. If you want to talk to Alex Jones, talk to Alex Jones. Like, but it, it is kind of gross. Like, the way, like, you will clout chase with anybody. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, and it's like Yarvin, like, fucking... Like, I don't give a fuck about Yarvin. Like, I don't like he can go on podcasts. You can talk to Yarvin Moldbug or whatever the fuck he calls himself now. Like, that's fine. Like he like his ideas. Nothing about Yarvin is intimidating to me. Not his ideas, not his worldview, not his fucking uh, credentials in terms of academically or whatever. Like yeah. none of it. I've heard him talk. I've read some of the shit. He is to me. He is not impressive. No, to, he's a not. Certain, he, to a certain type of motherfucker, though, he is to a certain type of motherfucker. He's like, oh, it's Yarvin. It's like, oh, but those type of people to me are like pseudo intellectuals and dullards most of the time. Like, you know, yeah. what I'm saying? like where it's like, are, are there edge lords, right? Like edge lord types. You know what I mean? And like that shit is just not interesting to me. Like I'm somebody who like I do like stuff with edge, but like that's not like you don't make being an you don't make that your personality. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like upsetting the status quo um, isn't sort of like, I don't have a problem with it. Fuck the status quo. But that isn't an identity, right? Like, yeah. unless there's some actual, like, unless there's some actual politics behind it, which there's no politics behind yeah. none of this shit. A, a prescription. Yeah, exactly. You can't just be like, yeah, fuck, ah, fuck that. And then it's like, okay, there's what's like, your solution to all right, of it? There's and no, you have nothing. There, and that, you, know, poli- yeah. you know, I've always, I've gotten to this point now where like politics is all theater to me. So, you know, like it's just different levels of theater. Like, I was, we were in a theater, man. Hey. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, and it's like, you know, I saw it firsthand. I get why people say, yo, I'm bored with politics. I get it. Especially, you know, when we live in a country where like, honestly, like shit isn't any different from when Trump was in office, yo. Like whether liberals want to admit that or not, like it's not, it's fucking arguably worse in some cases about some shit. So it's just like one of these things where I actually see it for what it is, you know, um, which is just like, you're getting sort of different flavors of the same fucking thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's the same fucking i just had coffee it's the same latte you just instead of vanilla now you got fucking caramel like but it's not that fucking different dog like you know what i mean it's it's really not and i i just sort of get that and i'm like i am bored with politics because it's like at least in a mainstream way because i feel like they're not actually effective like in terms of like at least at least from a sense of like this idea of voting, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like when, like when Roe v. Wade got overturned, you know, like people were like, you got to vote. It's like, they already did that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. You motherfuckers ain't doing shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? So like the whole thing is for people to sort of do things collectively and organize amongst the people and do things to sort of push, push like sort of the, the, the needle. Right. Because it's like this other, the other shit is just, it's too co-opted. It's not really based in this sort of it actual real world, uh, it doesn't, it, it's not based on 
affecting the lives of, of the majority of people in this country in a material way. So it's a waste of fucking energy a lot of times. You know what I yeah. mean? It's like now I know that they're doing protests here locally to protest people about this, you know, about the Roe v. Wade, but they're they're doing it to Republicans and shit. And I'm like, yeah, but you know, you're never going to sway them. Right. Yeah, so it's no. really a waste of energy. You should be probably protesting the Democrats who say they claim to be there on your side. Yeah, they legit they cl- think that babies are being like, right. m- like they, murdered they, and like right. Those yeah. Dems are supposed to be representing. They're supposed to be, you know, they claim that you people are their constituents. Therefore, shouldn't you be pressuring them to do shit? Be like, yo, do some shit. Like, yeah, exactly. you know what I'm saying? We should be protesting like them motherfuckers because again, they say that they're on this. You know, they want to say that they're left. They want to say that they're so. Why isn't the energy there? It's it's on people on the right, and it's like these people. That's the one difference. It's like these people are not going to like they have whatever sort of bullshit belief they have, but they're not about to fucking be swayed by you. Like, so what's the fucking, you know, unless you're on some like burn the whole shit down type shit. Okay. But if anything outside of that, it's just like, you're just like, okay, you're screaming at a fucking wall. You know, yeah, you're, sc- you're screaming and then they're videotaping you're and then they're throw- and then Ben Shapiro yeah. is reacting to it. Right. Yeah. You're throwing ice cubes at the sun, dog. It's not. It's not going to work. It's not going to do anything. It's not, I don't see how it's effective. So that's where I'm at with it. Like I get annoyed at, at sort of like really annoying sort of like faux shitty, like liberal socio commentary that literally is vapid and surface level and has nothing to do. Like, I hate that. So I understand when people say I hate politics in art. I'm like, yeah, because it is the shitty sort of like, you know, bumper yeah. sticker slogan, empty fucking Oscar bait. Yeah. Oh yeah. Bullshit. It's meaningless. It means nothing. Like, so yeah, a lot of the Oscar, like you said, Oscar bait type shit is like full of that. Like it's like very the, like that, like that movie, the post it's like the Washington post is garbage. Like it's right. owned, it's on, right. it's owned right. by what's his name though. Right. right. Uh, Jeff Bezos. It's Jeff like, Bezos. Right. Right. It's like, it's like, why are we val- celebrating that? It's like valorizing these shitty people. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, like, you know, like it's like when they did with like the FBI with Mueller and shit, they were like, maybe they were turning Robert Mueller into some, yeah. You know, like, and it's like, that's still Robert Mueller, dog. He's still the head of that. You know what I mean? Like, that that's why I, I like going back to all this whole Dime Square and like whatever, like, I, I, I appreciate what they're doing in some sort of way in the way that it's kind of like apolitical or like hard to pin down politically. Yeah. But uh, I just don't know. I just don't, I don't know. It's, it's hard to, it's hard to sell people on once, once Peter Thiel gets affiliated with it. And once it's like, yeah, like the Alex Joneses. And once it's like, I don't know, like, I, I, I understand why they, they, they like and 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 one of the big things that this thing was uh like the concept of fascism yeah because because what's his name kept calling it uh like the fascist avant-garde or whatever crumbs kept calling this whole scene the fascist avant-garde which is like so meaningless uh it's it's hard it's just hard to convince anybody on the outside of this bubble that it's anything more than just a feel affiliated fascist like mm-hmm. do nothing like uh nobody's gonna see it you know 30 percent of rotten tomatoes art scene it's hard to convince people of that and i know that that's not true because i literally watched the movie assholes and it's very funny and right. i and i and i took part in this rachel ormont thing and mm-hmm. i think there is something there mm-hmm. it's just hard to convince anybody outside because I, they they just need to i don't know they need to figure something out they need to figure something else out they need to never they need to not invite a critic there who is smart and is going to hold their own and who's going to just roll them like publicly and, and make a big mockery out of this whole thing. Like they're the bubble is going to burst because of this fucking dweeb that they let in. Like, right. Right. And that's, and then when I told you, I wanted to talk about transgressive art as well, yeah. you know, and it's like, this is, you're hitting on the topic and it's like, 
transgressive, true transgressive art mm -hmm. is pushing up against these things. Like it's unavoidable. You're rubbing shoulders with people who you may not even like share beliefs with, but that's the point. The yeah. point is to sort of explore like I think you have to get the full picture. If you're just right, if you're just right. associating with people who have all the right ideas in your mind, then it's it's a very limited scope. I get that. Right. And it's like you're not gonna and what you know, like if you're not talking about the that's the problem, is like it's like people talk about like, you know, the the obsession is with giving people platforms and all this bullshit. I'm like, Oh my god. I hate that. I hate that old whole argument, but like ultimately give them a platform and then make fun of them that's what i don't get that yeah if your ideas no are end. if your ideas are strong enough then they'll hold and, up and they'll hold up against the bullshit it's like it's platform, so straight like so, like so plat, plat, platform andrew tate as much you know what i'm saying platform him as much as possible and then get as many clips of him looking like a dumbass as possible get donald trump on the nelk boys <laughs> podcast because he looks like a dumbass <laughs> like it's funny to make fun of like like let the thing happen let it come out and then we can judge it from there like but see, it's it's so simple. Yeah, but see, here's the thing, though. We live in the United States of America, right? And mm -hmm. whether people consciously or subconsciously uh, have this understanding, which is like we've seen the sort of propaganda uh, that's employed by our by the powers that be in this country to silence sort of movements to mm -hmm. silence sort of voices that that they have uh deemed sort of uh potential threats to sort of american sort of uh imperialist uh fucking hegemony like the, anybody that's like we've watched them systematically take those people out you know right. um and i feel like whether people are aware of it or not that's just part of the culture so like people people do that Americans do that now like they right. don't they're like fuck giving these people platforms let's just do what we see which is somebody saying some shit we don't want let's shut them the fuck down because that's yeah. what America does to its own citizens that's what America does to movements within the fucking America within the country like if you got some far left shit like back like they we've seen them do it to all kinds of groups you know whether it's fucking Black Panthers whoever like you know what I mean like fucking yeah. Fucking, you know, the weathermen, they blew up shit, but whatever, like who, whatever shit they, they, they deem as dangerous or against sort of like, uh, yeah. keeping sort of this faux American sort of dream, like idea yeah. that, that they're, that they're marketing to the masses. And, and Hey, th there's different levels to it too. Like if right. there's like going to be like a white supremacist protest, they have the right to do that. Right. Mm -hmm. But then there, then you get Antifa, which is good. Mm -hmm. And like, and like coalesced, like I was at a Palestinian protest. Right. Like it, like, like it, there was some, there was a uh, pro Israeli people across. There was like three dudes with like little like Israeli flags or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like fine. Like, like, like let's have these two ideas clash. That's fine. And like and like one idea overpowering the other idea. That's that's the nature of politics. That's the nature of protesting. That's the nature of like Palestine. Good. Israel is bad. So fucking yell louder than them. Like, you know, that's that like that's fine. But within art. Yeah. Like like right. like when it comes to art or when it comes to like an interview or just let these things fucking happen and let's let's judge them because otherwise everything is just going to be round and smooth and there's going to be no edges on anything. And right. it's just like there's nothing to it's just. It pisses me off. It, I, we can't just well, I keep mean, agreeing with the same ideas. Yeah, just, like, like, let this but, shit come out and like, let's judge it from there. Like, like that's what I don't get. Facts, but you know, even you mentioning the whole, you know, the palest the Palestinian uh, protest, right? And like the fucking, yeah. like, like even that specific, you know, issue. Like, if you look at, you know, how Israel sort of has literally 
yeah has went out of their way to sort of have in this country like and certain and have certain laws in certain in certain states where they try to outlaw bds right shit mm -hmm. like that where it's like you can't even protest fucking you know yeah the israeli that's occupation fucked that's fucked up right. but again it's it's indicative of what, what i was saying already which is like this idea Correct. of silencing some someone and not, not even letting those people it, cook like you're it not goes letting reversed cook. right you think you're doing the right thing by silencing people and by and by censoring mm -hmm. and shit it's gonna it's it always flips same right. shit with the groomers it's like oh like we're gonna call like all republicans groomers which is good but then it's like you have to understand that it's gonna flip back on you it always right. does that. because you're creating a vacuum when what i mean yeah. by that is like like there's this space yeah. that's like not be, it's not being allowed to be heard at all so therefore yeah, right. it's it's making it seem it actually makes it seem more appealing to certain people certain more impressionable people certain people who are you know young people and like like exactly. uh uh so they're gonna be like yo what's going on over here like why why are we not allowed to say these things why are we not allowed to talk about certain things you know and like a lot of those people honestly just have never really had like thought thought shit through and a lot of those people can actually i've built i feel like could be turned away from that type of shit like you know what i'm saying like instead of yeah. like radicalizing them for like you know like the fbi's on 4chan like fucking like making people you know getting people to do shit like even though it's like and you you find out like oh that person wasn't gonna blow that building up but the fbi is literally there like you know coaxing them to do it like you know oh what yeah I'm like you know what i mean and you you question that like wait a minute what the fuck like you know like couldn't that person have easily been turned to good like, you know, what yeah. I'm saying, couldn't that person have been veered away from that? Like, it seems like there's a lot of time and effort and energy invested in sort of like criminalizing this person and making them be like, oh, we even though like we sort of literally led you along, literally said, hey, you want to buy some bombs or some bullshit or whatever. Right. It's like, why couldn't there have been like some people in there saying, hey, this is the wrong idea. Like, maybe you should like why? You know, what yeah. the fuck? you know what hey, I mean? Like, hey, have you gotten your GED? Let's let's steer right. you towards GED. Why are we steering people <laughs> towards like other avenues that are less fucking, you know? Yeah. You know, like that are beneficial to the, the, the individual person. Like, you know, some because again, like these are impressionable people. Some of these people probably have, you know, mental issues without a doubt. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, why aren't these people receiving the type of help that they need? Like, why aren't these people being like, oh, like they're on a watch list. Why aren't they on a watch list? Like, oh, they have these people have fucking issues. They need why extra are, care. Right. Yeah. Why, they need more care. They don't need to be sort of fucking radicalized and marginalized even more so that right. we fucking put them in a fucking cage. Like there should be some fucking avenue or some way for those people to sort of get help that they fucking need. But again, yeah. you know, it. I, it's all of important this to talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's important. It's it's important to talk to these people, and and I guess we could probably get back to the topic of all the stuff we were <laughs> originally originally talking about. But that's why I like people like uh, the people who will say like I'll talk to anybody. Like I I like that. Like a like a Hassan Piker or something. As much as mm. people think that he's cringe, as much he's as people you know, Hassan's definitely cringe. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> as much as people don't like him, I like yeah. I like that he's yeah. willing to talk to whoever. Like he he'd be willing to talk to Andrew Tate, and he did, mm -hmm. and he's mm -hmm. he'd be willing to talk to Ben Shapiro. He like he has like white supremacists coming to his chat who mm -hmm. are very radical, and he he speaks with. Them and he reasons with them and and he flips some of them into like a, a more of a leftist point of view and it's like you need to it's important to talk to people it's important to understand their point of view it's important because a lot of times when you put the hot mic on like a tr like a hardcore trump supporter or like a crazy far-right person mm -hmm. all they really want is just to be heard 
Mm-hmm. And 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 sometimes what they say is stupid and you can kind of you can reason with them and talk to them and like bring them into the light. I mean, like, you know what I mean? Even people who are anti-vax, like same shit. Like, it's just like there's people who who have these ideas, like like think that vaccines cause autism or something. And it's like mm-hmm. if you just call them stupid and call them conspiracy theorists and call them dumb, they're going to just think that harder. Right. If you say, hey, hey, that that autism thing, like maybe vaccines, like whatever, like you could have your preconceived notions about them. You can be distrustful about them. That's totally understandable. Right. That autism thing is just wrong. This is the study. It's it was correct. You know what I mean? Like You can educate people. Yeah, you yeah, need right. to, like, you know what I'm saying? No, for sure. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm big on that. Like even like I, I couldn't stand the whole the, the 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 vaccine war shit. Like I thought that was so stupid. I'm like, I know it really was. People were like, literally, like, first of all, it's not you're not a hero for getting a vaccine. Right. And you're also not a hero for not getting one. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like both, both, both lines of thinking are wrong. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, no, 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 no. Like let's just actually have an adult again, this idea of an adult discussion about these things and sort of weigh these things and these choices and shit. And honestly, the way this shit is still being handled is so fucked up anyways, that it's like, at this point, it's just like, for anybody to be sort of like hardcore one way or the other at this point, it's like, what, like, you know, like there's no, yeah. you know, like there's no, that's not a solution at this point. It has been out the window. It was probably out the window yeah. before we even had an option of it being in the wind. You know, there was one. So yeah. it's, it's just one of these, it's just one of those weird things where it's just like, I've watched the polarization occur yeah. over this one specific thing. And I'm just like, it disappoints. I say this all the time. Like a lot, like, I'm somebody who has hope and faith in like humanity, but like I've seen a lot of things that are very disappointing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot yeah. of things that I just make you disappointed in the human race where you're just like, this shit didn't have to go this way, mm-hmm. but it went this way. And you know what I mean? And there's all sorts of like factors and things you can blame, you know what I mean? For that. Uh, mm-hmm. But what it comes back down to for me is like, is that useful or is it a, is it a waste of your time? Where should you be focusing your time and where should you be focusing your energy? Right. Like, I feel like most people don't even ask themselves that question. You know, yeah. like they would rather just waste a whole bunch of energy on some shit that's ultimately kind of a fucking pointless battle. Like that's like really like you have to look at sort of your own sort of life and sort of your own sort of and again, I don't think a lot of people don't have a lot of like strong. I feel like most people don't have like legitimate convictions. <laughs> like, I just yeah. feel like I feel like they, they don't. I just feel like most people are just sort of living their life. Right. Yeah. I feel that way for myself, honestly, you know? like as, as, as much as I'd like to say that I'm radical and this and that mm-hmm. and the other thing, like I my opinions can be changed and I can reason. And I and like, again, like when I wrote that thing about how mm-hmm. there's a bunch of far right people in the like that, like Dime Square scene and the Ion dude is like, we're not like and we're not feel funded i was like okay well like let me look into it for a second you're right okay like i'll, I'll check like i changed it right away when he said that because it's not it's not that i'm scared it's just that like yeah, it's yeah, a substack yeah. article i don't know anything about this scene and to be educated by somebody within this within like the quote-unquote scene and them tell me that it's like okay well like i looked into it i really can't find any justification if this was new york times i'd be sued so let me just take that out like you know what i mean like i don't right. I, I have no problem with reasoning with people and 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 fine-tuning things to to some pe- to, to 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 just get the facts straight not to not to appease anybody you know what i mean i didn't delete the whole criticism about crumps just because he dm'd me i kept that in but yeah. like certain things i don't i don't mind like i don't mind changing and switching around but yeah uh i only have until four so maybe we should get back into the, yeah, <laughs> the yeah, other yeah. shit so so <laughs> so back to assholes right <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah um, I wanted, i've been i've been wanted to talk about this the whole time <laughs> so now that we've gotten a lot of that out of the way 
this movie yeah. assholes right it, a lot of the shit out of the way yeah a lot like, of the all shit that of, like <laughs> now we're gonna get into literal shit because there's literal shit in assholes uh li- both metaphorically literally figuratively, all kind of ways um but <laughs> so for me right and i know that you, you like i rate this movie a lot higher than you do like mm-hmm. to me like this is at the very least like a four-star movie um, okay like um and there's so many reasons why but it's tr- like i said before we spoke like i don't think people understand first of all assholes is gross yeah like, it's a fucking gross movie for those who haven't seen this movie just you know think of like i've said this before it's like a trauma movie right but it's like a trauma movie that's like i hate this term but it's like a trauma movie that's elevated in some ways okay you know what i mean and what i mean by that is like it's elevated in sort of it's i like not only in its execution but in its sort of like just the territory that is willing to explore like you were saying before this sort of daringness that's there like and yeah. not and it's like if, I don't know, like it's just something about like this kind of movie just is like for me hits certain kind of sweet spots for me, like where it's just like, yeah, it's fucking gross, <laughs> yeah, it goes nuts, like literally a fucking Bessie Brown's character, uh, a, a fucking demon comes out of her ass, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a shit demon, um, you know, and like, yeah. uh, fuck. <laughs> That was pretty nasty. <laughs> that was pretty nasty. Uh, was it Mestistopheles, right? Mestistopheles. Something like that. Yeah, her yeah, like, yeah, tits yeah. were covered in poop. Covered in poop. Yeah. So, I mean, I just want people to understand, like, going in that, like, that's the type of, like, movie that uh, you're going to get. But it is a gross-out movie. It is a fucking wild movie. And it turns into, like you said, an episode of South Park by the very end. Um, it pretty much was. Like, the intervention it, shit was yeah, yeah, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. really hammered it was, it was like me. It was like the butt faces, right? Like, you know, yeah. like the butt faces episode of South Park, the ending of, of this movie. Uh, and I'm, you know, that's, you can't spoil this movie. There's no, like, because it is experience. Like, these are movies, and this is probably why another reason why I rate it higher, probably, is because movies that you can't ruin by telling yeah. this plot, that's yeah. like, that puts yeah. it on a different tier because there's some movies like The Sixth Sense is a lesser film when you know the twist. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can return to it and it and, and it still has some value because you can like look for things like, oh, 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 oh. But you've kind of like lessened the film by telling it. If I if we went down and had a verbatim like this happened, this happened, this happened, it wouldn't matter. You would still watch it and be like, yo, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what yeah. the fuck? So, you know, um, yeah, it's like it's a it's a story about a brother and a sister and 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 and, <laughs> and, and then a romance at, at the same time and 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 how like you shouldn't probably uh as much as you love your sibling, you probably shouldn't drink after them or use their bong, especially when they have probably herpes in their mouth and uh, uh yeah <laughs> or whatever the fuck that shit was that Peter Vac had and gave to Betsy. Yeah. And, um I, yeah. I will say the 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 makeup effects or mm-hmm. the prosthetics on the whatever that whatever they did with the penis to put the herpes on it, that was some of the greatest uh, <laughs> uh practical effects I've ever seen in a movie. That shit looks real. Yeah, and, and I was this, yes and, definitely and, afraid. Let me not let me not uh let me let me not completely uh uh shout out like Betsy and not uh what's what's the guy who plays her boyfriend? Um I'm looking at his Oh, who, he was it, great. Was it Jack? Uh yeah, Jack? the fat the kind of fatter guy. Yeah, 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 but like he 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 put himself out there too, dog. Like 
Mm. He put himself out there too. Like, you know, <laughs> he really did. He's dicks out. Uh, he's naked. Um, yeah, he said the N word. He oh, said that part was, yeah, he's, he was drunk in public. In public. That part was weird. I don't but know again, how I feel about that one. That, that, that speaks to sort of like, yeah, there's real stakes. Like, that's another scene in this movie where you're like, oh, they just gorilla shot this. Like, they ran out uh, in the yeah. middle of Times Square, yeah. acted like complete drunk assholes. And you were getting real time reactions from the fucking people out there. And it's yeah. like, say what you want. If you're going to do some edgy shit, like there was a potential for them to get fucking fucked up or worse, like doing that scene. So you're like, even that I'm like, OK, well, if you're going to do some edge lord shit, like, yeah, at least you're putting yourself out there. At least you're yeah. saying, well, if something happens. Yeah, I'm, they, I'm not if, doing it from the safety of a fucking closed set. You know, I'm not if, doing it, you know, like, yeah, yeah. If they if they were doing that a little bit further uptown where there's not so many lights at that time of night, no, they would, if they would have did he, it, he would have died. Right. Up. Have you seen have you seen have you speaking of the N-word? Have you seen the documentary Field Niggas? No, I haven't. OK, so if they did it in that part of Harlem where they shot Field Niggas, it would have been over for for dude. Um, and yeah. you, you know, Field Niggas is, a, is actually a documentary uh, by a photographer in New York. Uh, down and it's basically about it's like this is before like the sort of legalization of marijuana and why it was all about these people on the streets smoking K2 oh it's, okay it's just mad it's you gotta see you gotta see you gotta see it I would love to watch that that sounds great fucking excellent documentary just fucking fire but um uh yeah if they, if they would have been like you said a little bit further up a little bit further down um it would they wouldn't have been able to <laughs> no. yeah but I don't think yeah, I don't. I don't think they would have even attempted to shoot that because that would be that would have been really stupid. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, and it's just I'm just really trying to like unpack, you know, some of my feelings about this movie. Like, what did you think about the the sort of first of all? I think this movie has a great look. Like, it's one of those movies that like it's shot. It's very it's it's shot on a digital. I believe they they may have used like a a five D. I think maybe, but. The way like it's just like the frames, it's like they use a lot of wide frames. It's yeah, very, they the colors very fucking punch. The colors were nice. I like yeah, the color. really nice. Co it, yeah, 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 yeah. The colors was really like warm and like bright, like saturated, like very saturated look. Yep. Um, and then to contrast it with the gross shit, right? Which is just yeah. very, you know what I mean? Like I appreciated that. Like it's a little texture to the movie that like can yeah. kind of go by the, the the viewer if they're not like paying attention yeah. to it. I I appreciate the, like it was very it was definitely very low budget um mm -hmm. and I and I liked what they did with the low budget like I liked the the colors like you said um I thought it was very I thought there were parts that were pretty like visually striking like mm -hmm. like the whole like the rush uh like wall that they like painted in the house like mm -hmm. Uh, it was very cartoon. It was really like a like a Looney Tunes South Park like wacky races style like cartoony reality type of movie. Like the way that they uh, shot some of those scenes, I think. Uh, yeah, I like the use of uh, uh, some of the best text. Some of the best texting I've ever seen in a movie. I really like like that because uh, you know movies they it, they it's hard to get it's hard to get texting right. You know because it could look cringe. It can look just like a little bit off from an iPhone to where it just looks like out of touch or something. But I like the way that like. She texted her brother and it was like, hey, and it was like almost yeah, like Wes Anderson, screen. like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like font, like across the screen. I thought that was really cool.
Yeah, they did a lot of interesting things. Like, Some of the best things I've ever seen in a movie. So a couple of the best things I've ever seen in a movie, but just like very specific and like mm-hmm. we like again like the penis the penis effect. The penis I don't know how they did that. That looked real as fuck. Yeah, it was pretty putting a pro. And I imagine getting that prosthetic that makeup. On it didn't face. look like a prosthetic at all. Right. It looked like his cock. Like it was. Like you know, it, you know had, what I mean? They had to put that makeup on his dick for real. So that's kind of like yeah, but um yeah the rush the rush it was hilarious actually. I saw something. Uh, look, you're. This is a meme in real time. It was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Drake, well, Drake I'm in the re- rush sweatshirt. I'm gonna repose that and put actors parentheses 2017. Uh, like fuck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, like the the scene that really was is the wide shot of Betsy and Jack, I believe, um, and they're eating each other's ass, right? Yeah, like. First of all, yes, this happens. Like it's like it's juxtaposing. First, it's like her with her face in his ass, and then it cuts to him with his face in his ass, and it cuts to them like six nining. And it's yeah. like you're watching this, and you're like, see, this is what I'm saying. Like you would never see this in a Hollywood movie now. No, like never. Not that I'm saying like, but but but, and also you wouldn't get actors to do shit like that. Yeah. No. Either. Yeah. That's why they have like Chloe Cherry as like one of the stars. Like, right, like I'm yeah, sure they got, yeah. I'm sure they got her to do wild shit in this new movie. Like, cause she's a mm, porn star and she's right. done. Like, again, I'm a fan of her filmography. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm a fan of her filmography and I've seen her do wild shit. Yeah. And I'm sure in this new movie, she's going to be doing some also wild shit. So uh, she, they're smart with the people that they get. Like, yeah, they, got pe- they have people with nothing to lose. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like, again, like, this is what I'm saying though. It's like, and this is right. I, I really do hope actors gets a a a some kind of release in the near future um because i'm really interested in seeing sort of like betsy's movie right like yeah. you know what i mean like because it's like this is her brother's movie and 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 like obviously her brother she's in her brother's new movie that they're making um but i'm very interested in watching how it works when she's directing and she's has her brother in the, in the, in the, in the lead role with her, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And sort of like that type of shit is interesting to me. That's just interesting sort of like, Oh, these sibling actor directors and like her yeah. sort of first movie being, you know, super uh, controversial, which is funny um, because I know that there was, there's a trans filmmaker and I'm blanking on the trans filmmakers name who initially supported actors um, when it was in the like the GoFundMe stage or whatever. Oh, okay, sure. Like, and knew of the and then like that trans filmmaker had a movie come out, and then publicly, uh, denounced actors after. Ah, oh, okay, sure, interesting. Right. Um, and I'm not even sure that that filmmaker actually saw actors. But mm. Maybe yeah. they just like the idea of it at first, or maybe maybe it was a thing where they. Oh, they didn't see it at all. You don't think they saw it? I don't think it. they saw it at all. They probably didn't. They probably thought the. They probably were like, "Oh, the intentions are but, good. It looks fine." And then right. it's like the next. But they, then they, but got they initially. And apparently, they had. Interesting. I mean, this is this is what I heard. Apparently, like that 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 filmmaker had a relationship with 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 Betsy, I believe. But again, like oh. it's just, it's just very interesting that like. Um, I'm very aware. Part of the reason I have a podcast called mutual admiration society is because i'm always like sort of tapping in with all sorts of weird like shit that's on the fringes because that's my that's what i do like i'm into all that weird shit right this is how i found anti-art podcast right and like 
the sort of, you know, weird stuff like uh, pockets of music, you know, like that, that you guys like to explore. Um, but like finding like little scenes as they occur um, mm -hmm. and sort of like the burgeoning sort of some of these people are coming, emerging from the scene and becoming, oh, yeah. sort of, you know, and it's like this one specifically is so interesting because it's like, you just like, I don't think in real time people understand this, but mm. this is like one of those, you know, people are like, why, you know, I know I've heard people say, why are people even caring about this? Why are they paying attention about this? And I'm like, yeah, because in real time, you usually don't have the awareness that like, oh, this is a movement. And like, you know, like it's like the beat generation or some shit, right? And like, uh -huh. are like, you know, many different ones, you know what I mean? Where it's like, in, they could be small, large, whatever, but they they happen. But it's like, most times you don't really understand it's an, have an awareness of it in the real time until it's sort of become bigger, right? Right, right. And I feel like that's where this thing is right now, where it's like, mm -hmm. people are starting to understand it and they're starting to say, oh, this is a thing. And they're like mislabeling it and calling it fascist and all this other shit. And because the people yeah. are trying to figure out what it is. And a big part of the reason why they're trying to figure it out is because people are actually coming out of it and having careers and shit and like yeah. are starting to have careers. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. obviously you got somebody like, like Dasha or whoever, like, you know what I'm saying? Like you're starting to see people come out of it. And it's like to sort of recognize that in real time is just very interesting to me. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I don't know. Like I find it kind of fascinating from just a, creative standpoint because you're really seeing sort of like oh like sort of people's sort of motivations or lack thereof mm -hmm. uh, uh and i just i don't know like i can't not look away from that shit like you know what i mean where i'm like yeah i'm i don't know i just for me for me because i do create shit right i'm always sort of tapped in to all kind of shit like I'm mm -hmm. tapped into shit that like people are like, why do you even know about that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, but uh, uh, it's just, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm working on a, a fucking, I'm writing something right now. And I've, I've took this from like uh, Grant Womack. He's a, he's a, he's a writer who I had on uh, one of my previous episodes and he's refers to a, referring to sort of works in progress, not by name, because you take the energy out of, I'm working on this thing that I'm call. I'm calling it right now. I'm calling it project snip. Right. Okay. Um, and project snip is directly sort of like drawing from all kind of shit, like not specifically this, but there are other weirder spaces of shit going on right now that I like, I maybe 30 people know about that I'm tapped into and they're directly sort of influencing sort of things. Because again, like, I'm always trying to get in the heads of people and like, you know, um, really sort of the goal, a goal of mine is to, is to always sort of try and get as close to being objective as possible. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like not only, uh, which if we're being candid, which I'm trying to be, um, there's no way you can be completely objective. There's no way you can completely remove yourself from your own bias. It's impossible. But the goal yeah. is to try to get to closest that as possible. And the reason that's a goal for me is because in, in, in life, it's a goal for mm -hmm. me. It's because I want to be able to sort of see things from all sides and sort of, you know, have a, yeah. clear, have a, clear, have a clear mind about shit. But also in art, in the shit that I create, it's important to me because I do not want to lecture or moralize through it. Right. Yeah. I, now I do have an opinion and I do have things that I want to say and viewpoints that I, that are there, but that yeah. shouldn't be 
the main reason I'm doing something. And it shouldn't be something that is so readily apparent in the work that it distracts from the work. I'm not interested in that kind of shit. Yeah, uh, you know I think I, I think what uh the thing I think the ish the main issue that I have with um mm-hmm. this whole uh uh Peter Vac like cinematic universe or whatever in the mm-hmm. Betsy Brown movie it's again it's not that it's transphobic it's not that it's offensive it's not mm-hmm. I, that's not that's not my issue with it because I haven't seen the movie but my my right. main issue with it is the whole like you have you seen adaptation like with Nick Cage you've seen that yeah movie? yeah the 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 Kaufman yeah that's yeah. A, that's a, that's a shit that that uh that bothers me where it's like you're trying to write you're sitting down to try and write something right and you're so in your own head and so up your own ass and you're so like thriving from the success of this like creative thing like legitimately creative thing that they made which was assholes i think that it was legitimately creative i think that it was a good piece of art but post that everything is like oh like brother it's like it has to be brother and sister mom dad the next movie brother sister mom dad like whether they're like actually related or like whether it's like peter and whatever they're so they're so like in their own uh, they're so stuck in their own scene and their in their own perspective and in their own biases, as you were saying, that yes, it could make for interesting art, but at the same time, it's like I think that if they, uh, my main thing in the piece that I wrote was that they need to fucking do transcendental meditation, like all the whole family needs to fucking sit down and go on like a silent retreat or some shit because it's just like they they need to just get out of their own fucking head. It's not that interesting. Like their perspective, their their perspective and their scene and the things that they're dealing with, they're pro- they're like you know like upper class white people, mm-hmm. fifty thousand dollar a year elementary school problems are not that interesting to most people, and they need to sit down and and zoom out and make a story about something else. Like that's. That's how I feel. I understand it makes for interesting stuff, but like it, it, their shit's just going to keep getting like it's going to they're going to keep running into these cycles where they yeah. they react to their own shit. It's just like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. A few things. There's a few things. While I'm definitely verbalized that point. Sorry, I was um, ranting. But... <laughs> no, no, no. You're God. Trust me. I'm I can't ever. I'm, you know me. I rant like so. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, from, from one ranting Ryan to another, I, I, I respect it. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh it's interesting because I've 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 kind of articulated a similar viewpoint about certain types of stories before in the past. Um, yeah, but I will say I'm on the fence because I do feel like an interesting aspect to an artist is sort of like when art comes from sort of lived experience. I hate that term, but like from your own sort of life, like the things that you're going through, the things that mean something to you. Right. I feel like when you create from that place, it's always a good thing. Um, There is something to be said about sort of like, they're sort of like uh, white people problems type movies. You know, I've always had, I've always had issues. Like I don't have to like, honestly, the world that I'm transported in a lot of times, it doesn't have to, it could be completely foreign to me. I actually like that. I actually like to get slices of life that are foreign to mine, right? That's, that's probably a big aspect of why I'm so drawn to things like Japanese films, right? I just love how different, you know, but then there's an, into finding some of the things that are relatable in this sort of differences too. But, yeah. but you know, and from even from, but it's like, I look at somebody like the Safties, which I like the Safties, you know, um, but the Safties are making movies about people that, you know, I guess Uncut Gems, I mean, I mean, the, the Adam Sandler character isn't, a poor person you know but 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 yeah. you know what i'm saying but even though he's in debt and he bets everything but he owns a fucking jewelry store but right. the fact of the matter is they they their movies tend to focus on a type of that's a, a cla- great example a class of people who they themselves aren't in that class you know what i'm saying yeah um and it's like yeah and i know the ion guys have pointed that out before right um which is i've heard them point that out um and it is something i've noticed too and it's yeah. sort of weird 
and I've said this, I said this too with Grant and we were talking um, about a specific writer, but we being vague on purpose, but a writer whose book just came out. Um, but we're like, what is an obsession with someone who's always, it gets kind of sus and kind of weird when your bread and butter is always about a group that you have no actual ties to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When it's like you come from a rich that's fair like like a, like a florida like a florida project style thing is yeah that what you're yeah, to say? We're, we're, yeah and I, I do like sean baker you know i do like sean baker and i do think that it's interesting when you shine a lens on certain underrepresented sort of uh yeah. slices of life in films and shit right but when it yeah. becomes your sort of like cash cow sort of thing you always do mm. and you literally have no connection to it uh it's just kind of sus where it's like you're kind of making money off the backs of people um yeah you have again like they're not benefiting from that whatsoever and you literally aren't from that world so it yeah. is it is a very interesting like i'm always a big thing of like yeah this is all if you're making shit up it's fiction you can make up whatever you want but it's like but but when you've established a certain thing right where that's that's this is my thing like i like to talk about the downtrodden and you're not of that right you you didn't yeah that, then that's weird to me so it's like yeah on that level, that's i want to defend the browns and be like nah but that's where they're from like yeah. you know what i'm saying like if they're making movies about motherfuckers in the fucking the, the hood like i'd be like what the fuck uh, do you, what the fuck do even you even know about that like you know it's, what i'm saying it's not even that like the example that i gave was like a movie like 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 uh, I, I, the thing about transcendental meditation that i like so much is that you can keep your same qualities your same fears and your same perspective mm -hmm. and and look at it eight layers out like like i transcendentally meditated one time and i was like thinking about my own fears and i just ended up as a as a patient in the back of an ambulance truck and then i i zoomed out a little bit more and i was the i was like the nurse taking care of the patient in the back of the ambulance truck and i still had the same fears and i still had the same like kind of like worries and like the same like it was like you see what i'm saying you yeah, can yeah. you can you can bring yourself into something else and see some and have empathy and see somebody else's perspective without uh like capitalizing off of them like i could like i can make a movie about an addict that i'm not I'm not a full scale drug addict or something like that, but you can, you can, you can make a movie where it's not about you and it's not about your things directly, but like you can lace some of your character or people that you know into it. Like that's, I think that's fine and it's fine what they're doing too. Mm -hmm. But I think, I, I think the main problem that people probably have with actors is, is a little bit of both of, a little bit of two. This is a really good conversation because it's a little bit of the two things that we're talking about, right? Mm -hmm. Where it's, they're a little bit stuck up their own ass and their own perspective, but they're also re like people think that they're reaching a little bit too far outside of their own perspective and, and capitalizing on like edgy shit and, and trans people. I think that's the main thing. It's not their experience. So it's like a little bit of a twofold thing. Uh, again, I would like to see the movie because I don't. I yeah you know, yeah you know and, what I, you know what I mean. Here's what I know. Here's what I know about it because I haven't yeah. seen it. We always got to preface that we have not seen this movie. Um, we haven't seen it. Nobody has. Here's what <laughs> I, barely. So there's some people that have. People that got to go to those Roxy shows. But um, yeah. but um, here's what I know about the plot a little bit, which is this: I Peter Vac plays this guy who's who's basically um, himself a sociopath. Right? Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like at least from my understanding, it's because he wants. He's an actor. One, you're talking about actors. And in my experience, actors <laughs> are kind of sociopaths, right? But you're somebody who wants attention so bad, right? That they're literally co-opting being something they're not off of the fact that it's for clout purposes. Like it is a yeah. so so and he he's a bad person. And that's the point from my understanding. My, my understanding is like, oh, because we see that in real time in people glomming on to movements. You know what I'm saying? And using it for their own sort of ladder climbing careerist purposes. Right. 
Like mm-hmm. we see that all the time. We see Sean King out there or fucking uh 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 Talcum X mm-hmm. or fucking uh what's the dude with <laughs> What's the dude with the vest? Uh, fucking uh, D D. D what's it? D Ray? Yeah, name? yeah, it yeah, is D Ray. Like D Ray's a fucking grifter. Like, like when you talk to like he's not he, again somebody who has no attachments to the communities that he says he has. Like when Correct. you go to these communities, they don't fuck with him. Like the fucking people in Ferguson didn't even want him there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he was using that as a way for him to put himself out there to get in his little blue vest and be out there yeah. like I'm on the ground. But it's like you're making this about you. You're writing the books about it. You're selling books about it. You're looking, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like you're getting into hoots with the Democratic Party. Meanwhile, there's people in Ferguson who are literally have, you know, you're making money off their literal blood. You have no connection to the community. The only thing is, yeah. like, oh, you're a black person. But that don't mean yeah. anything like, you know, what I'm saying there's something that, you know, people, you know, my uncle and, and my, some of my uncles have told, like said to me um i think it was one of my uncles that like all you know this is a saying that gets thrown around a lot but i heard it when i was really young which is the all skin folk ain't kin folk like and that's a real thing like just because you look like me doesn't mean you're motherfucking for me right like you know what i'm saying like we see that all the time with these representation arguments this is all you know are just the representation discourse mm-hmm. which is like what's the purpose of having a kamala harris if if she gets she gets to be a da and all she does is lock up black people right you know what I'm saying? What is your benefit if you're locking up black people uh, more than at a higher rate than the guy who came before you who wasn't black? Yeah, it's just a thing for white liberals to pat themselves. Right, on the back right. And... It's just what I'm saying. Like they put people oh, in these this, they put people in these positions that it's diversity. Uh, you know, it's diversity on the surface level, but it's uniformity yeah. internally because these people yeah. think the same. Yeah, we talked about this last time on the yeah, podcast. Well, yeah, I, I say the same shit all the time. You know me. I'm broke yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, You know, it's a funny no, thing it's a about writing. That's a good point. I, I, I'm happy you're bringing it up again when I'm sober because it was a good, it was a really good point. Yeah, but but it's like, it's the same thing with writing. Like, or when you make me write a script or you make a movie or book or whatever, like you find, like when you get, you find yourself telling the same story over and over and over again, because these are things that like, sort of like are inherent to who you sort of are. Like, right. So it's like one of those yeah. things where it's like, Oh shit! Like I wrote a different thing, but it's fucking the same thing. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. And that's we speaks to like the, the Betsy and Peter. Like they're making the yeah. same. Like you know what I'm saying? It's 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 it's, it's yeah. It's, you know, it's like I, I mean, at the end of the day, art is subjective, and I'm speaking from my own subjective yeah, yeah. perspective, and I, and I'm I'm judging things on my own. Like like the way that I the way that I see things, like I just don't I I I don't think that I would see actors and think that it's anything above somewhere in the C range probably just judging mm-hmm. on what I'm thinking same with this Rachel Ormond movie I feel like it's probably going to be the same thing because it's a continuation of this kind of self-indulgent like uh reactionary well, I'm gonna push back. back though I'm gonna push back though all art is self-indulgent that's all. fair yeah 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 so because I've said that I was I was talking with um my um shit it was actually on the podcast uh, yeah. yeah, I was talking with Richard Stringham about that, and we were talking about this. But I want to see it. I want to see yeah. it. That's yeah, my yeah, thing. You yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I want to yeah. see it and judge it. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. but it's like, like the, because I've heard people will say that a lot. They'll be like, "Yo, this self indulgent." I'm like, "Yeah, you know that's art, right?" <laughs> you know it what is. I'm saying? It's, like, it's, it's true. That, you know what I'm saying? So it's a, it's, it's one of those critiques where I'm like, "Yeah, is it?" You know, I get where people are coming from when they say that, but it's also like, yeah, but like there is no art without this sort of self indulgent aspects you know what i mean yeah yeah but i mean i get it though you do want to push people uh when they're doing certain things you want to see people sort of like just, just my taste that's all it is yeah, Your taste, yeah, yeah. you might you might you might like 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 these people who really love these movies they might really fuck with this perspective well i fuck with i fuck with yo this 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 sentence sounds wild right now i fuck with assholes yo yeah oh uh, uh, yo i like hey, yo, hey yo i fuck with assholes i have but i haven't seen actors this new one obviously is still being made 
Like, yeah. so, but I just know I, I, I responded to assholes. I've liked uh, Peter and Betsy and other stuff, you know, that's not that they haven't, that they were just in. So, you yeah. know, I'm interested in what it is, but like, I don't know. I, the, the jury's out still because they're so young in their filmmaking careers, right? Yeah. Peter's on a second movie. Betsy just did one that's basically you can't see right now. Like, yeah. so, so, so they're very early in terms of them being filmmakers, they're a little bit more long down the line as being actors, obviously, because they've been in other things, multiple different things that you can look at. But in terms of them being writer, director, you know, stars, like yeah. they're still fairly at the beginning of their careers. So it's like the jury's out. I don't know. I'm not really quite. I have some similar apprehensions that you've voiced a little bit about it. Yeah. But, but I'm just kind of like, I'll see, you know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll, kinda, yeah. I'll kind of see what's next for them. Um, but they, this movie specifically got me interested, right? Like this yeah. movie was like, Oh, like what the fuck? You know what I mean? In a good way. Like, so yeah. 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 That, that's where I am too. I, 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 I'm, I can only predict what it's going to be just, just because I saw, cause I was at the, the, mm-hmm. the theater and mm-hmm. because of like how I like the trailer that I've seen of actors and the, what I can surmise of it, yeah. but it could be really interesting. Like I could be completely wrong, but I just, I would, I would rather see it and assess it on face value. than. Well, I do that, know P- Peter said that it was a sci-fi movie. Yeah, it's uh basically yeah mm-hmm. maybe we can t- I only again I only have like fifteen minutes but yeah, yeah. Uh, I can I can talk I can talk a bit about the plot because yeah go ahead why why before you go like talk about yeah. what you were able to talk about because let me loosely piece together yeah because yeah. you were there whatever you can talk about because I feel like yeah because you can speak to that because you were literally there so yeah, whatever you're allowed to you know go so, off. so I was there I was there for yeah from what I can surmise from the synopsises I don't want to give away too much of the plot because I don't want to like I don't want to tell people about yeah, it don't do they, yeah don't do that yeah don't do that yeah <laughs> I don't want to ruin it I didn't sign yeah. an NDA so I literally could if I wanted to but I'm yeah. not going to yeah, because yeah, yeah. I because I appreciate art and I want it to come right. out <laughs> so yeah, yeah. uh okay so this is uh day day one was was Friday I went from 8 a.m to 8 p.m because I, wa- I wanted to be on screen I didn't want to be there for two hours and then they cut my scene I, like that felt stupid to me so I went there for 12 hours straight mm-hmm. so from eight o'clock to 2 p.m ish uh they basically had us in this theater we were in the theater the whole all three days but they had us sitting in these seats uh, Peter essentially came in. Uh, he he wearing his tank top. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking, it looked funny. Uh, but he came in and he's like, "Hey, everybody! Uh, thank you so much for being here. Essentially, what you guys are, you're a four chan board. You guys are like real life comment section, real life posters. You know what I mean? Kind of represented. You guys don't know each other. You guys don't like see each other. But you're gonna react to." these various scenes as uh as like a 4chan board would so some of you're going to be bored some of you're going to be like liking it some of you're going to be like there for it some of you are going to be walking away some you know what i mean so it was like he he described some of the scenes so one of the scenes was like okay this person is being tarred and feathered uh this person is like uh getting cuckolded uh this person is whatever and he's like he's like if you if you were to look at cuckold porn and you think it's like too uh uh passe or something like be saying that you know what i mean like talk amongst yourselves like say, like say something out loud you know what i mean like and then there was a couple of plants where it was people like a couple in the audience where it was like how could you watch this you know they were like actors mm-hmm. and then you know what i mean so people around them would like depending on uh depending on their like willingness to participate in the scene the extras would like you know uh get into it with like this couple or like get into it with these people and it was very interesting i i like i i think it's i think it's cool um and that and some people out of context are saying oh like all these people are saying slurs or all these people are saying like this and that and it's like i think that 
the plot of the movie uh requires that you know what i mean the right. plot of the movie it's it's supposed to um show these people online Mm-hmm. So I didn't say shit because I'm not trying to get caught on a hot yeah. camera saying a slur, yeah. uh, even if it is a fucking movie. Um, but anyway, we come smart, back. Smart, at... smart. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to be in some of the scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I was wearing my anti-Zuck uh, a button-down shirt as well. <laughs> my little cameo appearance. Uh, 3 p.m. I come back in, and this is when the crumpsident happens. <laughs> so, so 3 p.m. I come back in. I'm sat next to the ion pack, talking to Curtis. He's again, very nice guy. Uh, we're talking about Anna and her whole incident, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they, this is basically the part where I was unaware that who the fuck crumps was for some reason, we start talking about fascism. He goes crumps to find fascism. Crumps is like, you know, talking about this, uh, you know what it means. And then Peter's like, Oh, that's a little bit dark. Why don't you describe it in a way that like people without a PhD can understand, whatever you, you probably read the article. Mm-hmm. All this shit happens, all the fighting, all the edgelords trying to get their shit in. People don't understand what the scene is. They walk out. They're like in awe. They're like confused. Stay silent. You know, everybody has different reactions. Nick Mullen from Come Town was there. Yeah. Nick from Million Dollar Extreme was there. Honor Levy was there. Yeah. Uh, who the fuck else was there? Curtis, as I said. Um, uh, Eugene, the guy that you were talking about earlier. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Taylor Lorenz was supposed to be on the scene. She uh, had a prior engagement, and I was happy that she didn't show up because she would not have fit into this <laughs> at all. Um. So yeah, there was just that. That was a whole fucking disaster. I don't know how that's going to be used for the film. Yeah. Uh. Then, uh, then after that, we had even like a more of a direct Crumps confrontation. So plot wise, I have no fucking idea how any of that's going to that part's going to be used, but. Yeah. Uh, considering the plot, I think the stuff from eight eight a.m. to two p.m. is is going to be used, and then the next day when I came back, we were doing more. It was a little bit more less like engaging and a little bit like less like shocking and you know uh, 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 substackable. It was more so there was a theater scene. Uh, Dasha was in it. The parents were in it. We were like a theater people clapping for Betsy, like going to the stage. Uh, Chloe Cherry popped up. She was dancing. <laughs> we were cheering for her. <laughs> I think she plays a pop star or something called like Mommy. So we were all like, <laughs> Mommy, like put me in your womb and like all this crazy shit. We were yelling at her. <laughs> that Peter made us yell. Um... <laughs> so from what I can understand, it's essentially the theater is the, the 4chan online board. The stage is like, you know, uh, me, you looking at your screen right now and watching pornography, you looking at your screen right now, watching a concert, you know what I mean? That kind of stuff. So the crowd is the crowd is interacting in ways to the people up there in certain ways. And I and uh, there was one really funny thing that I'll tell you once we end <laughs> Okay, yeah, <laughs> like, like a scene. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so essentially, I think the plot is the plot is going to be something of that sort. And it's going to be peep. It's going to be like Betsy's character trying to break into this kind of like almost like snuff film industry and make her own snuff films. And she's mm-hmm. like a kind of an innocent character. And I think she probably grows to be more of a dark fucked up character kind of in the way that, you know, assholes progresses. Yeah. Um, that's kind of what I can see from it. Dasha, I think, is like a f- associate or friend of Betsy in the movie. Mm-hmm um yeah so i think that's vaguely the plot uh i don't know story-wise how that's gonna go but you know it's basically that's that's basically how it is it's like a theater of the absurd i will say this i haven't read the crumps thing because i will not read anything crumps writes but (laughs) (laughs) um not because i i just i mean maybe i will one day i just like he just i don't know like i don't care about most critics uh yeah. yeah, but Peter put, Peter put him on the spot for his actor's review. Betsy was like, why did you get my movie canceled? Why are mm-hmm. you here? 
it was very contentious and real. And- I mean, shit, good for her. Shit, she should have. She should have fucking confronted him, honestly. Uh, and it's interesting, you know. Like I said, like I only know of this stuff because of. Uh, I do, I do, you know, I do follow some of those accounts. Like I know, I know Master of Come, which is Peter's IG. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as actor, like actor selection, actor selectuals, which Betsy runs, and also mm-hmm. I'm in some discords. Well, I'm in the Ionpack Discord, and I'm in the uh, the the Eugene's one. So I kind of hear about the stuff, you know what I'm saying? So I kind of know. I knew about the Crumps dude, but it's just like again, like he's just somebody who like I've just never been interested in critics. Like I feel like the last critic I thought who was interesting is like Pauline Kale. Like maybe mm-hmm. you know. um I reread some Pauline Kale. She's not here. She's not alive no more or whatever. But like, you know, I feel like criticism is a dead art. Like, you know what I mean? So like, I figure I got, I don't even want to call Crumps a figure. Like, I feel like it's uh, uh, giving a little bit too much, too much grandiose to who this guy is. It's a guy with a sub stack. Yeah. Like, so it's like, all right, cool, whatever. But like, I don't know. Like he's never put it this way. The only reason I even know about him is because Peter and the ion pack and them guys paid attention to him. Like, yeah. I don't pay attention to him. Like, so I still don't yeah. like, I see Crump's stuff through sort of other people. Like, you know, I'll catch, yeah. him, but I haven't read any of his sub stack. I don't plan on reading his sub stack. Um, yeah. There's a specific figure on yeah. Instagram. That's that's troll. That trolled me in the beginning of the summer. I'm not even going to give this. Person. I know who that is. I fuck that person. Yeah. I know who that is. Yeah. F- fuck them. I'm not even going to give them credence, but if I was making fuck a film, them, <laughs> yeah, that's a big clue. Hint. Hit. Yeah, big clue. Fuck oh, them. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, I would never invite them to a theater to mm-hmm. to express their opinions. I would just I just ignore them because it's like you're not a part of my you're not a part of my scene. You're not a part of my right, aste- you right. don't have an aesthetic. You're not right. a part of it. Right. You're just trying to you're trying to grift off of my shit. You fucking pussy. So it's like, right. why would you even invite them into your I hate to say the liberal word, but like safe space. Like, why would you invite them into that? Like, why would mm. you even don't even don't even bring them in there because I, no, all I'm- that. I feel you. I feel you. I'm on that tip, but I do kind of respect them like sort of like kind of like addressing their haters, even though I feel like it's a waste of energy. It's a waste of energy. And and the other thing is nobody knew about this guy. And then all this, it's the Streisand effect. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nobody knew about this guy. And then now all it is, is everybody. Now people think this movie is transphobic because of, because people were, because a couple of the, yeah, it doesn't help that they brought like guys like Yarvin on there either. You know, like it doesn't. It's what I'm know, saying. It doesn't help. And which, it's like it's which yeah. again, I'm not even against. I'm not even against. I'm just saying from a pure marketing and uh, yeah. perspective, like given what happened with Betsy's movie, like correct, ha- like it's correct. like it's like. But here's the thing: they're taking a chance. And again, this is something that assholes proves is that they are risk takers as filmmakers and artists, which is I respect. Yeah, but they kind of understand that, and they're like, yeah. We're going to lean into it because like it's going to get people talking. But the problem is that that could blow up. So you got to blow up of, and it, it could, could ruin get, the movie and it might not even come out. Right. So that's the thing. It's like, but I do respect them for saying, fuck it. We're going to do it. Yeah. Like, and if, and if it blows up, it blows up. But we took we did it like so I get it. Like on some level, I'm like, yeah. And another level, I'm like, yeah. you know, so so it's interesting. Um, But it's great that sort of you were able to sort of be, get an on the ground perspective in real time with some of that shit. It was like, interesting. Yeah, yeah, it was real interesting. Yeah, yeah. I wish I would have um, known because I could have clued you in on a few of those things before you even went because I was already aware yeah. of this shit. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? You were like, yeah. Da, 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 like, and, and, and my, I didn't know who was going to be there. He just showed yeah. up and I'm like, I didn't know I didn't guy? know who was going to show up. But like even some of those people, like like you mentioned like uh, Honor Levy and like Wet Brain and I've listened to Wet Brain and I do feel like uh, Honor's, 
tradcath kind of i hate that whole tradcath thing it's it's the most stupidest like thing i don't understand why people dosh is big on that too like i don't it's like clout chasing with catholic catholicism it's weird yeah uh i don't get that um but i do listen to wet brain i know that honor had a book with a tyrant Mm-hmm. Uh, rest in peace to uh, Gian Gian mm-hmm. de Trapano, his 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 former uh, uh, sort of indie press, which mm-hmm. had a lot of cool books like uh, the Sarah book by Scott McClanahan, amongst others. Um, shit, fuck boy by uh, which I know is another controversial book uh, by um, what's my dude Sean, Sean fucking uh, uh, he he was with. Uh, he was with uh, Gion, and was Gion was going to put that book out, but he died. Uh, and, and I don't know if you know about that either, about the whole fuckboy controversy and like... Oh, this, I can look into it a different yeah, time. This other, <laughs> yeah, this other writer, Sam Pink. But like I said, there's a whole circle of people, right? But like, but it's just right. interesting, like, people like that, it is kind of hard to get a beat on like her, specifically. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. like, she does have sort of viewpoints that you're like, what is she, right? You know what I'm right. saying? She seems like a sweet girl, young, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but she does seem very, you know hard to yeah. read in terms of like what is she yeah it's and it's i tough, think that's but... and that's an issue that shouldn't be an issue sorry to cut you off but that shouldn't be oh. an issue but but that's the issue now is that people are always looking we i've said this too on other podcasts like everyone has to live like a politician now who you yeah. associate with is this person this way and it's like that's just a weird way to interact with other people yeah you know i feel saying? you you know yeah, what i mean it's... Yeah, I, I agree with you. Like, you don't need to necessarily be pinned down to this or, or that. I feel like there's certain times, right? There's certain times where it's all about context, where you need to be assessing who this person is. Uh, yeah, because you know yeah, yeah. like, like during the Roe v. Wade shit, if you're like, yeah, I, I, I think that, you know, life is life begins at conception. It's like, OK, well, you know, well, that's fine if you believe that or whatever. I disagree. But again, like it's one of those yeah. things where it's like um, I just even mean in like personal interactions, maybe you're out in public and you're around somebody and it's like, maybe they're giving you signals that, Oh shit, I need to get away from this person or, Oh yeah. Or, or, you yeah. know, or this person is sus or whatever. Like, uh, Oh, I see. It's just weird when people are sort of like kind of doing that before even yeah. like, you may not even meet this person. Like, but I feel like people make judgments about people. They don't even know all the time. Ah, you know? uh, Okay. Okay, I, I see more of what you're saying. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And then yeah, when you meet yeah. them and you interact with them, then you're sort of faced with that sort of uh, dilemma of like... Yeah, you know, you're sitting next to a random guy in a bar and he keeps talking about wanting to grab the girl's ass next to you. Yeah, you're like, what the fuck, man? I'm like, yo, stop, dog. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, you. you know what I'm saying? Like, But yeah. But yeah, I think that's a good notice about to, you know, you're about to, it's about to be four. So yeah. yeah. Thanks again, dog. Uh, since it's anti-art, you can go out on... Um, a music tip uh what do you think of the new young nudie album um, <laughs> oh i i love pierre born I'm I love, a huge... yeah 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 i love pierre a, too i love pierre i love i love slimy air um uh, and young nudie and pierre uh you know obviously uh everything he did on the cardi original mixtape die lit um everything he's doing with uh chavo shout out to chavo and jelly like i love i love i love the whole pierre universe mm. and i'm happy to i'm happy to see him come back with an, with another couple of collaborations and uh, i know a lot of the production on that sl- on the ea uh monster, EA whatever. monster. east atlanta monster yeah <laughs> I, think, I think that's what ea is <laughs> there's a pierre it's not pierre copycats which there are plenty of aka yeah, yeah. eats producers but right. there's pierre proteges on that album that like yeah, are yeah. produced alongside pierre so i i like that album i haven't li- i haven't given it too deep of a listen i've just listened to a couple of spare tracks but uh as oh, far I, as music yeah young, go ahead. Young, young nudie is 
the modern he day Shakespeare, bro. He rules. I love you. <laughs> he like never misses for me. I fucking, uh, yeah. Like people don't understand how how much of a enjoyment I get out of listening to uh, playing with my nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I get a sick enjoyment out of listening to Young Nudie's lyrics and just his worldview is just refreshing. Refreshing. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> On that note, um, thanks again, bro. Um, this is probably where I'll start playing uh, a Young Nudie song. On the outro. <laughs> yeah. Follow my socials, follow Instagram, anti-art, anti-art.blog, and uh, anti-art podcast, neoliberal Hill podcast. That's, that's it. Check all that shit out. Remember them silent shooters like I deadly assassins Catch them about it, come pick up their paper Sometimes I keep it, they say it's a favor Put them on the feet for popping the hazel I remember I would pop them for flavors Tell my gas, right? Yeah, kick those slime ball, I'm with that Hit it, don't hit this, it big, got it kick back Get in this money, my nigga, I get that Glad that I'm rapping, they know that I'm with that Rollin' on rapper, you know that that bitch pack Bitch ass nigga. Time I so smoke, but they can't get that get back. See me in person, you niggas ain't with me. Breaking it bit with it, motherfucking Kit Kat. <laughs> yeah. Why you flexing five thousand dollars? You ain't got no rap. Nick can't even post a fucking ten. Time I some fucking stats. And you tell my killing, boy, you kidding? You ain't about all that. Boy, it take like twenty just to spend. You ain't fucking with that. You don't wanna beef with none of my twins. Should've been the same blood like Ken. Shit. Girl, you gonna do what I would've did? What's a nigga head, leave where he should have been Hanging out the one a nigga spin a bin Real shooter shit, yeah, kicking in Y'all nigga round round in a pen Yeah, nigga broke, nigga can't win Yeah, your folk dead playing once again Can't even buy bullets, nigga pussy Ducking from it, running, nigga big pussy Should have told you slime ball, not pussy Everybody rocking with him, ain't pussy Fuck yeah. him, Number them silent shooters like I deadly assassins Catch them about it, come pick up their paper Sometimes I keep it, they say it's a favor Put them on the feet for popping the hazel I remember I would pop them for flavors Tell my gas, right? Yeah, kick those slime ball, I'm with them Hit it, go hit this thing, big, got it kick back Get in this money, my nigga, I get them Glad that I'm rapping, they know that I'm with them Rollin' on rapper, you know that that bitch pack Bitch ass nigga. Time I so smoke, but they can't get that get back. See me in person, you niggas ain't with me. Breaking it, been with it, motherfucking Kit Kat. <laughs> yeah, karate chop with it sticking, on chopping, no shipping. These niggas ain't ready for that. I'm mopping and screaming, we cleaning the screen, ain't no evidence, nigga. We doing this shit. Did mafia shit, nigga, sending them hits. No stopping this shit, get with it or quit. Yeah, we do resume, we don't do the shit. You nigga were made, you made like a bitch. Like this shit here at grown, they not for no kid. You still in the house, don't come on the pole. Them folks outside, they knocking on folk. You foot hit the ground before you hit the floor. You don't need to put no more stress on your Playing with this slime, like hitting the pole. Hitting the shout out to the council, shout out to the smoke. Yeah, hey, just let it go. Number them silent shooters like I deadly assassins. Catch them about it, come pick up their paper. Sometimes I keep it, they say it's a favor. Put them on the feet for popping the hazel. I remember I would pop them for flavors. Tell my gas, right? Yeah, kick those slime ball, I'm with them. Hit it, though, hit this thing, we got it kick back. Get in this money, my nigga, I get that. Glad that I'm rapping, they know that I'm with them. Rolling on rapper, you know that that bitch pack. Bitch ass nigga. Time I so smoke, but they can't get a get back. See me in person, you niggas ain't with me. Breaking it, bitch with it, motherfucking Kit Kat. <laughs> yeah.